The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. I support Roe v. Wade. I think it's a rational position to take, and, uh, and I continue to support it. That was yesterday. Joe Biden was answering a question from a reporter concerning the Supreme Court reversing Roe v. Wade. Listen to him a second time. I support Roe v. Wade. I think it's a rational position to take, and, uh, and I continue to support it. A lot of people across the United States heard this statement. I support Roe v. Wade. I think it's a rational position to take, and, uh, and I continue to support it. As a Catholic, what do you think about that? I support Roe v. Wade. I think it's a rational position to take, and, uh, and I continue to support it. If you're Protestant or you're against abortion, what do you think about it? I support Roe v. Wade. I think it's a rational position to take. And, uh, and I continue to support it. What do you think about bishops? Did you listen to that? Did you hear it? That's five times I just played that. The United States Bishops Conference. How many times do you want to hear that? From all the way to the campaign to now. What are you doing? Let's go to the New Testament. Matthew chapter 18, verses 15, 18. This is Jesus talking. 
If your brother sins against you, go and confront him privately. If he listens to you, you have won your brother over. But if he does not listen, take one or two others alone, so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. How many times have you heard Biden support abortion? Not two, three witnesses, not 200, not 10,000. But millions have heard it. The scriptures continues. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And that's what I'm here with you right now, bishops. I'm telling the church. We are the church and you're not listening to us. You're not following out what you're supposed to do. How many times do you have to hear it? And continue the scripture. And if he refuses to listen to the church... Regard him as you would a pagan or a tax collector. Bishop, you're not doing that. You're not treating him that way. You have treated him less than a feather falling on your arm. He don't even feel anything. And two chapters before this, what happened? Jesus told the first bishop of Rome, Peter, in Matthew 16, verse 18, And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock... I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. That's power. And you're not using that power. And the devil is shaking the gates of hell against the church. And you sit there and let them rattle. And you out there, and especially you bishops, may say, well, we have been saying things. Right, you have. That's why you're indicted right now. The fact that you have done that. You said 10 months ago in February of 2021, through the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops, quote, no president of the United States should ever defend denying the right of life of unborn children. That's one admonition and a second admonition a clear warning to Biden from Archbishop Nauman, quote, I take this opportunity to remind all Catholics that catechism states since the first century, the church has affirmed the moral evil of every procured abortion. This teaching has not changed and remains unchangeable. He said, public officials are responsible for not only their personal beliefs, referring to Biden, but also the effects of the public actions. Roe's elevation of abortion to the status of a protected right and its elimination of state restrictions paved the way of violent deaths to more than 62 million innocent unborn children. That's a clarification. A second time. A second admonition. A warning. So you have it. And I could read this for next hour from Archbishop Gomez head of the U.S. Bishop Conference, where he said he would engage Biden with the aim of starting a dialogue to address this complicated cultural and economic factors that are driving abortion and discouraging families. Now, recently, November 18, 2021, it's reported that the United States Bishop Conference has joined Protestants and Orthodox Christians in launching a prayer crusade against Roe versus Wade. The purpose of this is to expressly ask divine intervention in the upcoming case of Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health. 
That's what the Supreme Court is looking at right now. Why do the bishops want to do that? The Bible already says what they can do. Whatever you declare on earth is declared in heaven. But they don't have the guts to do it. We already quoted the Bible. And they want the U.S. Supreme Court to do the job. And then we won't have to be the bad guys. And now you are the bad guys. When you could be the good guys. If you do what you're supposed to do. Us peasants in the pew are fed up with you. More than you know. You've given Biden so many warnings, and it's not biblical to do what you're doing. St. Thomas Aquinas wrote, Though heretics must not be tolerated because they deserve it. And you're doing that. You're tolerating Biden, knowing he's wrong, as if he deserves it. But that's not what Aquinas is saying to you. Though heretics must not be tolerated because they deserve it. We must bear with them by a second admonition. See, I've already quoted several, and there's 25 more after that. And Aquinas says, bear only to two. And he continues, so that they may be brought back to the faith of the church. You're not doing that with Biden. You're giving him a pass because you don't want to stand up. You don't have the guts. Too much feminized. It's time to man up. Aquinas continues, but those who, after a second admonition, remain obstinate to their errors. Did you hear that? Do you think Biden is being obstinate? And you're sitting there like sissies? Because you don't want to confront him? Y'all are praying. You're getting with the Protestants. You're doing all this stuff. So I hope God intervened because we don't want to do this. Because we like the Democrats. We like the socialist teachings. We love all the people coming over the border right now, which include murderers, drug cartels, committing assaults, and will be criminals here in the United States. You have blood on your hands. That's a strong statement for a Catholic to say that. I say it because I believe in your positions, and you do not. You sit on your hands, watching Biden, what Aquinas says, remain obstinate in their errors. Aquinas continues, must not only be excommunicated, but must be delivered to the secular powers to be exterminated. You say, that sounds pretty rough. And he's centuries ago. Biden's killing people. Bishop, you go get a gun and kill somebody? Are you going to go to jail? Biden's doing this. He should be arrested. But you don't have guts. You want to hide behind each other, hide behind the conference and Gomez. You come up with a genius idea to hide instead of speaking straight. So you formed in November of 2020 a task force to address the policies of Joe Biden that contradicts Catholic teachings. Wow, I am so impressed with this. So much so I want to vomit. Jesus said the same thing in Revelation. So you can be for Biden. Or you can be against them. But you're not that way. You're what Revelation says. Either be hot or be cold. And basically it says, if you're in the middle, I'll spew you out of my mouth. That's Jesus Christ talking. Bishops, will y'all teach that? Will you stand on the puppet and tell this to us, the peasants and pews? No, you won't. This is continued by your cowardly nuance. Means you 
perfectly revelation. You're not hot nor cold. I just want to eat my steak. I want to be comfortable. I don't want to rile people up. We got the largest Medjugorje center in the world. We've got so many divisions expanding quickly, sending stuff out of the world. Gone through severe persecution because we speak straight, not out of the side of our mouth. I'm saying this as a witness of what you need to be doing. Not Our Lady's community here, but she's the one that showed this to us. Our Lady said March 2nd, 2013, Do not shut your eyes to the warnings of which the Heavenly Father sends to you out of love. March 2nd, 2012, I am repeatedly warning you that concern for those who have not come to know my son to be in the first place for you. You don't even know nothing about Medjugorje. You don't know about the messages. You may think, okay, if you believe it, it's nice. She's here as the woman of Revelation. Do you realize we are in an Antichrist system? You haven't even said that. I've not heard any bishop say that. I said that 20 years ago, 10 years ago, because a lady showed it to me. And it was showed it to you, but you ignore it, or either you don't accept it at all. You're going to lament. You're going to regret this. I'm warning you. St. Thomas Aquinas continues, When a man is excommunicated, is that what you should have already done? And we went playing with this mess right now. You had every ground, every reason, every purpose, because you had the power to do it, but you want to let God come with divine intervention. Cop out. Again, Thomas Aquinas says, When a man is excommunicated for his apostasy, it follows that the very fact that all those who are subjects are released from the oath of allegiance by which they were bound to obey him. See, we don't have any obedience to Biden, whatever he dictates, vaccine mandates, and all these other stupid things he's doing. You don't even have the discernment about the vaccines. A well-known doctor, Dr. Shankara, a leading doctor in India, says, quote, The corona vaccine is intended to reduce the world's population without anyone suspecting. He has a lot of credibility. I wrote the same thing through the messages, seeing it before corona was on the radar anywhere. No cases in the United States. That this is about population control. It just shows you the poor discernment you have as bishops because you don't stand up. The bishops' conference has lost a lot of credibility because it's only talk and no bite. They don't want to ruffle the feathers. I'll do what I do whether people like it or not. Truth cuts and causes you a problem. It killed Jesus. I know there's bishops out there that do not like me. I don't care. Does it sound like I'm angry? I am. And many people who I refer to them as I am, a peasant in the pew, have nauseated of what we see. As a bishop's conference, and those are silent even, there is a lot of growing anger. And it's not sinful because they want their church to be strong and you've watered everything down. It's Christmas. We got St. Nicholas. We talk about Santa Claus. Let's talk a little bit of truth about this guy. In 325 AD, they had the first ecumenical council. 
300 bishops came from all over the Christian world to debate the nature of the Holy Trinity. St. Nicholas was there. He was Bishop of Myra, located in Asia Minor. So they had that big bishop conference. And one of the bishops starts arguing that Jesus was not equal to the God the Father. St. Nicholas listened to this. He became more and more agitated, just like us peasant in the pews. He finally jumped up, crossed the room, and slapped the other bishop. Maybe punched him in the face. All the bishops were shocked. And St. Nicholas was outraged. The same outrage was growing in the peasants in the pew. They brought him to Constantine, the emperor of Rome. The bishops thought it was unbelievable that another bishop would do that. When they brought him before Constantine, the emperor said, it was illegal for anyone to strike another in his presence and told the bishops themselves to determine the punishment. They stripped him of his bishop's garments, chained him, and threw him in jail to keep him away from the meeting. St. Nicholas didn't waver from his belief. And that night, Jesus and Mary appeared to him. And Our Lady asked him, Why are you in jail? And Nicholas says, Because of my love for you. And you know what Our Lady did? She gave him his vestments back. Our Lady did a fast one, didn't she? But this reminds me of a story of my dad and his dad, my grandfather. When he was a little boy, my dad got in a fight at school, so the teacher took him to his home. He told my dad's dad that your son was fighting at school. And then my dad's dad gave him a spanking in front of the teacher. The teacher left, and when he's out of my sight, my grandfather pulls a dime out of his pocket and gives it to my dad and says, good job. As a kid, my dad had some principles, and he knew what to stand up for it. And his dad was proud of him just like Our Lady was for Nicholas. Just imagine the next morning if you were the jailer and you go in and see his chains on the floor, dressed as a bishop, you would tell Constantine. And that's exactly what he did. And he restored him to his position. You bishops can be restored if you do what you're supposed to do. Stand up for the truth. You're not speaking out. You're not strong. We're hungry for that strength. And I'm telling you, we're not getting it. We're squirming in the pews. We don't want to hear any more gospels read and turn and repeated. If you have to, go listen to some of the Protestants, how they apply the gospels today and how we live and what we do, going down the road, going to the streets, going to the grocery store, all the topics of the day. You don't touch them. I'm not advocating for you to go slap your bishop's face. But what I am telling you is is to get in his face. It's time for us to be heard, as well as Our Lady. Our Lady is here for conversion. Those who should be the first to conversion is bishops. Bishop Strickland of Tyler, Texas, stated in an interview in July of this year that he experienced a conversion. And for his witness to other bishops... We're going to let you listen to the clip of what he said. There's no manual on how to be a bishop. But in a sense, the heritage of the church and the theology and the canon law, I believe we need to, I need to, I'll just speak for myself. I'm on a path of relearning what it really means to be a bishop. 
And it's not about being a, a part of any kind of conference or association or group. It's being the pastor of a local church, which is called a diocese or an archdiocese. It's my job to shepherd 1.5 million people in those 33 counties. I'm there to pastor all of them, to pray for all of those souls, and to be about the, the work of the salvation of souls. That's the reason the church exists. I try to keep learning, what does a bishop need to do? Proclaim the truth, to govern the people, to bring people to sanctity in the sacraments. I think there's a tendency for bishops to look to, well, what does the USCCB say? Or what does the conference say of this group or that region? What does Region 10 say? Instead of saying, what does the gospel say? And what do I need to tell my people about living the gospel? And so it's been a conversion process for me. I've spoken out because I'm worried about my own salvation, frankly. I mean, I don't want to be, you probably are familiar with, there is this idea that the road to hell is paved with the skulls of bishops, and I don't want to be part of that pavement. What you just heard was Strickland said what it means to be a bishop. You bishops must break away from the mentality that you are to look to or go through the USCCB. What you need to do and what we're looking for is to be the pope of your own diocese. After all, Peter was the bishop of Rome, yet he's the first pope. Adapt the mentality that you are pope and you are over your diocese, not the bishop's conference. I want to lay out in front of you bishops some of the words of Our Lady. February 2nd, 2012, you continue to be deaf and blind as you look at the world around you, and you do not want to see where it's going with that, my son. You are renouncing him. That's the mother of God in 2012. She said that. Oh, that's just for us? The lay people? No, we are the church. And you have weakened the church through your silence and not what you should be doing. Biden is excommunicated by his actions. You carry that out. We demand it. Don't play around. Don't wait till next June when the abortion goes away. Because you get no credit for it. But if you do it now, you would get credit. Because this guy is bad on many levels. Not just abortion. Do what you're supposed to do. Excommunicate this guy. There is a small number of bishops, like Bishop Strickland of Tyler, Texas, Cardinal Sarah, Bishop Pat Rocky of Springfield, Illinois. Those good bishops will find an incredible power, a strength through the Virgin Mary. Because this is her time. And this is her last time. She said in Medjugorje, these are the last apparitions on earth. After this, I'll never be back again because you won't need any more apparitions. So you can be part of something big, something incredible, biblical. October 25th, 2006, you are so blind and attached to earthly things and think only of earthly life. November 2nd, 2006, God is sending me to warn you. Do not shut your eyes before the truth, my children. Your time is a short time. Do not permit delusion to begin to rule over you. 
That's over the whole conference. And you know what I said after that? After it's in conclusion, Mariana said, our lady said, for us not to forget our shepherds in our prayers. Why? Because you're in trouble. You're off the track. And she says that often. Pray for your shepherds. And lastly, I end this broadcast with a message of December 2nd, 2007. Today, while I'm looking at your hearts, my heart is filled with pain and shudder. My children, stop for a moment and look into your hearts. Is my son, your God, truly in the first place? I am warning you again, without faith there is no God's nearness. A lady continues with exactly what I'm talking about. This is not about high theological things. It's simple, straightforward, easy to do. Our lady continues, says, God's word, which is the light of salvation and the light of common sense. Those two words, those last words in that message, that's what I'm speaking to you about. This is just common sense, but it's not there. And that's sad. With all you out there that's listening and following Our Lady, you who are the peasants in the pew, I pray for you. I pray for the bishops. I pray for you to be stronger and hold out for Our Lady because there's going to be a big shakeup. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Good night. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.